Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. Is one piece of egg. Yippee-ki-yay, Melon Farmers, and welcome to another episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is Wednesday, March the 15th, 2023. Thank you for giving me your time. I got to thinking today, I haven't owned a car in a really long time. I've been on two wheels for years now, and is radio still a thing? Like actual honest-to-God tune into a frequency radio? I know Sirius XM is still a thing, you know, prescription, prescription, subscription radio. But is radio, like, you're listening to 104.1, all the hits of today. I mean, is that shit still going on? I mean, because at this point, kids have phones, Spotify, iTunes, and you don't have any reason to ever, I mean, <laughs> Lord knows, no kids are going to get out of boombox and tune into a radio station and sit around a skateboard and listen to it. No, because everybody's got earbuds on and they're streaming. I'm not making fun of that because I do it too. It's the shit. We do it because it's a it's a convenience. It makes life more pleasurable. But I got to think that regular radio stations are, are fucking tanking, right? They have to be. But, you know, aside from the morning shows, I'm sure people still drive to work and listen to morning shows. But I cannot imagine in this world now that people are like, man, I can't wait to listen to my favorite radio station. And if you live in a small town like me, radio stations are trash. But back in the day, the radio station was the only way to get music unless you bought it. And when you're a kid, you don't just like go to the record store and, you know, come home with a hundred dollars worth of music. No, you got to listen to your radio station and you got to like hope they'll play your song. I used to sit there and call into the radio station and, and so were thousands of people. You know, this was in Houston. I'm calling in just trying to request my song and they're like, 93Q. And I'd be like, oh, can you play Man in the Box by Corey Hart? They're like, yeah, okay, click. And that's it. That's what you get. And then, you know, like four hours later, they might play it because it was going to be in rotation anyway. Of course, in my little mind, I'm like, I made that happen. <laughs> but no. And I used to record a lot of music off of the radio. And that sucked because they, they'd always have overlapping songs or they'd talk over them. I hated that so. They always talked over the music before it started. If you had a boom box, jam box, whatever, back in the 80s when we were itty-bitty, you could put a cassette tape in, and then you could just press record, and you could get a pretty decent recording off of the radio. Actually, it was usually better, because radios have really nice EQs when they broadcast. But again, you'd have some dipshit talking over your song. It'd be like this. Hey folks, this is Joey Valentine coming to you from San Bernardo Valley. It's going to be a hot one today here in California, but we're looking forward to maybe some showers later in the week. It's spring break, and I hope you kids are out there having fun. This is a new track from the Spin Doctors bringing you not one, but two princes. That used to aggravate the shit out of me. I'd be recording, and I'd be like, stop talking! I don't want that crap on my song. Yes, these were the struggles of the 80s. You talk about the struggle was real. The struggle was realer back then. 
Now I can strip audio from anything, any source, any way, anyhow. I can modify it. I can do so much. Back then it was sit by your radio, hope they play it. I remember when the song Closer came out by Nine Inch Nails. Okay, that was an epic, still is, an epic, epic track by Trent Reznor. And after I had heard it a few times, it was just so soaked into my brain. And I was like, must have more, must hear it all day, every day. And I would wait for it to play and wait for it. So for hours, I would sit by my radio with the finger on the record button, waiting for that to play. And it'd have overlapping, and it was censored, you know. I want to feel like an animal. (laughs) At least 18 female guards in the UK's cushiest prison had reportedly been fired or resigned amid a flurry of sordid sexual accusations, including... Claims of sex inside cells and one guard smuggling her underwear to an inmate. I can't even read that without fucking laughing. HMP Berwyn, which is also Britain's largest facility, has been hit with various claims of illicit affairs and inappropriate relationships between guards and inmates since it opened in 2017, with three former workers sentenced in a 2019 scandal. British outlets are reporting that the 18 women who were fined or resigned from a single jail is a record. I guess they get zero. wonder do they have a thing on the wall? You know how it, when you work for a company that's at high risk for accidents, it's like zero days since last accident or 30 days since last accident. It's like <laughs> zero days since last firing for sexually inappropriate relationships with inmates. <laughs> British outlets are reporting that the 18 women who were fired or resigned from a single jail is a record, noting that since 2019, a total of 31 women across England and Wales have been fired from jails for intimate relationships with inmates. That's 31 women that were fired. And you got to think that's 31 that were caught. This is a jail that obviously the British are looking forward to going to. I don't understand it, Governor. In 2017, we had a petty spike in crime. All these people just seem to be wanting to go to prison. Of course they are. They're going there to get the bollocks off with the POs. <laughs> ah, shite. Erase the border back to zero days. <laughs> Former HMP Berwyn guard Jennifer Gavin, for example, was sentenced to eight months in jail last year after pleading guilty to misconduct. She accepted a 150 pound or 180 US from inmate Alex Coxon to smuggle him a cell phone, which I'm sorry, I thought he was going to say she smuggled in her vagina, which they later used to exchange raunchy photos, according to the mirror. Coxon was in prison for robbery, so they're exchanging raunchy photos. What's he giving her? Jailhouse dick pics? (laughs) What does he have to offer? Here's me in my orange. Here's me without my orange. (laughs) Here's me with my nuts on my cellmate's forehead while he's asleep. Ooh, kinky. (laughs) Mark Fairhurst, chair of the prison's officers association, pinned blame on the recent spate of affairs and firings on the wrong kind of women getting hired. So I guess that goes back to HR. Huh? They got some fucking nerdy, hard-up guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, she's got big boobs. You're hired! 
<laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't think you're right for this job. Oh, yeah? Zip? <laughs> oh, my! You're hired! The overwhelming majority of prison service staff are hardworking and dedicated, and we will not hesitate to punish those who break the rules, said a prison service spokesman. And they will also be attending a new class called Don't Bang the Inmates. Uh, on the tail of that last episode I did where I talked about uh, things that women don't like to hear men say, I found another article that I have yet to peruse, but I saved because it sounded very familiar to the last one I did, and I enjoyed that one so much. So this one says, this is what caught my attention, men beware 20 offensive expressions that make women cringe. I thought, okay, that could be fun. That could be fun. So let's go ahead and jump into this and see what we can get into. Expression number one, I'm a nice guy. You would not have to tell us this if you were that nice. Actions speak louder than words. Hmm. Well, how can I? <laughs> yeah, you say that until some nice guy shows up outside your house stalking you with chocolates and flowers, showing up at your work and telling your manager that he's your boyfriend. Expression number two, relax. Why does that get people all fucked up? Frankie says relax. Doesn't anybody remember the 80s? Relax. Do it. When you want to suck to it. Or something like that. Wang Chung tonight. Expression number three, you should smile more. That was actually on the last one. One woman said, this makes me want to lock eyes with the idiot and give him my creepiest smile. Be careful what you wish for. Huh. Well, you sound like a real bitch. I mean, come on. If a guy says you should smile more, it's probably just because you always have resting bitch face. Or maybe you always look like you're sad. Or maybe he's saying you have a really pretty smile and you should show it to the world. Jesus, don't jump down the guy's throat over it. It's not like he said, you should smile more while I give you the money shot. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Expression four, I'll do it later. Again, these are expressions that a poll was taken by women that men say. Okay, so these are things that us, the stupid, lesser <laughs> sex, say to you beautiful creatures to make you angry, you know, when you're on your period. I'll do it later. No, you won't do it later. You never do it. Nah, that sounds like fucking procrastination. All people are guilty of that. But yeah, you're right. That is annoying when you're, you're like, especially if you tell someone like, you know, it's like the fifth fucking time. Like, do it, please. Like, I don't, I don't, oh my God, dishes. I don't even want to talk about dishes. It makes my skin crawl when I have to think about people who set shit in the sink and then just let it sit there. Like, I have lost friendships over that. I have gotten into fist fights over it. Like, if you are, <laughs> you had the strength to eat that fucking food, which your body processes into energy, then you have the strength to rinse that motherfucker off and put it in the dishwasher. Number five, is it your time of the month? <laughs> that was also on the last one. Again, man, that is really stupid to ask. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> if you did something fucking stupid, don't exacerbate the situation. By saying, are you on your period, as if she's at fault for your stupidity. I can't believe that you were out all night drinking with your friends. You fucking show up. You bang me in my sleep. 
I'm tired at work today, and then I come home, and you're not looking for a job, and you're just playing video games. <laughs> Are you, like, on your period or something? <laughs> what the fuck did you say to me? Okay, number six. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> wow. I don't know any men who have the balls to say that. I mean, I'll say it. I'll say it as a joke. And then I'll get my ass up and make her one. <laughs> wow. That's really on here. If I ever hear this, I'm smacking this person in with the bread and the lunch meat. Bitch, make me a sandwich. <laughs> That's like an old joke, you know. I mean, it's, of course, a misogynist one and a an archaic one because, you know, men would come home and be like, where the fuck's my dinner? So it's not even really funny anymore. But, I mean, when I was younger, I remember it'd be like, Get in the kitchen to make me something to eat, you know, but now it's like women are a little bit more liberated than they used to be. And I dare you to say that to your girlfriend with a straight face and mean it and see if you ever get to fuck anything besides your hand. Number seven, stop being so emotional. Again, this one kind of ties into the whole period thing. Women are emotional creatures, though, but uh, you don't want to point it out to them, you know, <laughs> like. Let's take a different approach. Instead of stop being so emotional, let's say, sweetie, uh, calm down. I'm fucking stupid. You're right. I'm wrong about everything. That's usually the way to approach that, the emotional side of a woman. Number, ah, shit, what number am I on? These aren't numbered. I can't keep track of this. Number eight, friend zone. If you're friends first and realize you have feelings for them, Tell them to see if they're interested. If they are, yay. If not, move on. No one owes you a relationship. Okay. That is true. Uh, a lot of times men take women being nice as a sign of them liking them, and that is not the case. In reality, uh, if a woman does enjoy your your company, I mean, just because she wants to be friends with you is not an invitation to become a psychopath. Unfortunately. Uh, that is one of the major reasons women and men cannot be friends unless you have two very, very stable, mature people. So yeah, if you meet a girl and she ends up saying she just wants to be friends, unless you really think you can do it, you probably ought to just move the fuck on and erase her number. Same thing for you girls. Number nine, pretty good for a girl. Yes, being patronized is not good, one person stated. People get shocked when one of the females changes a tire or does something simple like change the oil. Girls can do so much more than you think. And I completely agree. Uh, they can wash dishes. They can do the laundry. Uh, they can pick up your food. They can shut the fuck up when you're watching TV. I mean, theoretically. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys know I'm all for it. Again, if you're a first-time listener, staunch feminist here, okay? All for women's rights. I'm just having some fun. Okay. Number 10. Men are more logical. We are sure that women can be logical and work in industries that are not solely reliant on men. But on top of this, it's not okay to say that it is just women who are more emotional. <laughs> I got nothing. Dude, men can be just as bad as women. In fact, it's women come off as emotional and men come off as big fucking crybabies. And I know that, like, like, I've known a lot of people in my day, 
All right. I have a lot of friends that a lot of people, men and women that I've gotten to know very intimately. And I don't mean men intimately, like romantically. I mean, like I know them very on, on a very, very personal level. And I understand. And I've seen the toughest, hardest man with a reputation for being a badass meet a woman and then turn into a gibbering mound of love pudding and try and play that shit off. And, but Men can be just as big of babies as anybody else in the world. We just try not to let it show. Whereas women have a tendency to just fly off the handle in the most inconvenient places. <laughs> it's not a it's 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 not a contest, okay? Men and women both act a fool, just in slightly different ways. All right, let's take a break real quick, hear from my sponsors, and we'll be right back. They say you got a small dick, and that's the reason you drive a pickup truck. Well, we say, fuck you. Concrete streets and crowded construction sites that map the landscape of an entire country. Because when Ford builds the new F-150, there are promises to keep. And only one truck earns a right to be the next F-150. If you haven't looked at Ford lately, then go fuck yourself. Here are the reports for the next quarter. As you can see, sales have been dropping significantly in certain areas, and I think I have a way we can get back on track. By moving certain prospects to larger cities, we can financially... This guy just goes on and on. And here I sit, needing to use the bathroom so bad. This used to be a problem, but thanks to war with adult diapers, it no longer is. If I'm in the middle of an important meeting, I can go right there in my pants. Big speech to give. No one has any idea I'm taking a deuce. Pick up your war with adult diapers day at your local pharmacy and take life head on. Mr. Valentine, are you okay? Yes, Johnson. Yes, I am. Okay, so we're coming up to number 11. It's not you, it's me. A Reddit user exclaimed, are you giving me the it's not you, it's me? I invented it's not you, it's me. That's the actual, uh, that's George Costanza from Seinfeld. When his girlfriend broke up with him and she said, it's not you, it's me. He goes, no, no, no. If it's anything, it's me. You're not giving me the it's not you, it's me. It's me. <laughs> And that is a legitimate thing, though, you know, I've been in situations where I've been in a relationship and I'm like, I don't want to say the cliche, it's not you, it's me, but I will say, like, hey, like, you are a wonderful human being, and under different circumstances, this could have worked out, but I'm all fucked up and I just can't be in a relationship right now, and that is the truth sometimes. And sometimes it's a way of saying, you know, look, you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings when you break up with them. Inevitably, you're going to no matter what, and no one ever takes it well. It sucks. Sucks being broken up with, and there's really just no way. Like, you have to, like, die if you want to get out of a relationship without being an asshole. That's, like, the only fucking way. Like, you can't even move. You could be like, I'm going to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Job's moving me to Okinawa. And then she's going to go, I, I, I've always wanted to live in Japan. I mean, you can't get out of a relationship. You'll be like, no, I just don't fucking like you. Okay? 
Oh, well, and then it's like, oh, all of a sudden you're a piece of shit. But, you know, I digest. Uh, number 12, it's because I'm a man. Uh, let's see. Apparently women think that men use the explanation, I'm a man, and that's how I don't know to do things. I guess there's, it shows a picture of a man, and he's fed up, and he's wearing dishwashing gloves. So I guess he's a retard because he doesn't know how to wash dishes. <laughs> She's saying, it's not that you don't know how to do it. You just don't want to learn. No, it's not that we don't want to learn. It's that we already know how to do it. We just want you to do it. Number 13, using the word females to describe women. As one Reddit user said, these females are so crazy, or females these days. Not only are you using it grammatically incorrect, but it also makes you look like a sexist prick and is an immediate red flag. We totally get this. That reminds me of a scene from Boys in the Hood where all these people are at a barbecue and all the men and women are lining up to get their food. And then Cuba Gooding Jr. says, hey, why don't y'all be gentlemen and let these women eat? And then Ice Cube goes, yeah, bitches got to eat too. <laughs> and then the woman says, why, when you're talking about us, you always got to be calling us bitches and stuff. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Ho. <laughs> does that warrant a gasp? I think it does. <laughs> I've never said these females. I don't know what he, what, I mean, I guess that sounds like the, uh, like you people type thing. Like, these females are so crazy. That's not so bad, right? It's not like, these bitches be crazy. Bitches be crazy. Okay. I promise not to ever say, these females are so crazy. Or these females, anything. I'll say, the women in this particular setting happen to be a little odd. Number 14. Boys will be boys. You're damn right we will. Apparently women don't like us saying that as an excuse for our adolescent behavior. I'm going to go ahead and have to stand behind this one as boys will be boys and you should expect them to do dumb shit. And if you think that you can untrain them and reteach them to do otherwise, you are in for a serious disappointment. Number 15. Did you say something? <laughs> then the woman's response. Yes. Yes, I did. Listen. This doesn't sound like something that men say so often uh, as much as men say just to irritate women. You know, a woman's like, so then I was getting my nails done. And then Tracy comes in and I'm like, oh, my God. And I told her about Brad. And she's like, really? And then she told me that his cousin had been fooling around with her cousin. And I'm like, what the Are you listening? I'm sorry. Did you say something? <laughs> That's the best time to use that. Number 16, I think. When will dinner be ready? Uh, okay, again, this goes back to the make me a sandwich comment. I don't think when will dinner be ready is an inappropriate thing to say. If your wife, girlfriend, fiance, or whatever is voluntarily making dinner, she's cooking. I'm making us dinner. Oh, that's great. When's dinner going to be ready? Fuck you, you fucking sexist piece of shit. Oh my God. Ditch them if they won't make dinner themselves. It's not worth it. Who the, it's not a fucking contest. And you, that's just as sexist as a man expecting a woman to make dinner. You can't be like, you, you, this again with the, I don't need no man. Yes, you do. Obviously, you can't make fucking dinner. You need a man to make dinner. Dude, I love cooking. I love cooking for women. I love cooking for my woman. I've never done it. I might one day. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> that's circumstantial. We won't get into that. But 
it's not about sex. I mean, it's about, you know, sex, but it's not about gender when it comes to who's making dinner. Maybe it's who likes to cook, or maybe it's your turn, you know, because, hey, I cooked the last couple of times. Will you? A woman should never, ever, ever be like, why should I make dinner? Why, why not? I like when genders have assigned roles. Not that I assume that they are always going to be that way, but when it comes to like paying for things, opening the door, being your protector, walking on the inside of the street lane, et cetera, et cetera, taking my fucking hat off, being respectful, saying, ma'am, those are the kinds of things that a gentleman does and women love it. I don't care how buzzed their haircut is and how lesbian they are or how big their Doc Martens are. Women like to be taken care of. And as a man, I instinctively like to take care of my woman. So if she wants to take on the role of making dinner, I'm not going to assume that's what she's going to do. I'm not going to tell her that I I want her to. I'm not going to tell her it's her responsibility to do so. But if she enjoys it and she puts a meal in my stomach and she gives me happiness through food and then I bang her like a drum, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I doubt a lot of other women do either. Uh, Number whatever. It might never happen. There is absolutely no context. Like, literally, I have no idea what that means. It might never happen is something men say to women. I cannot think of one situation where I've ever said it might never happen. Uh, Unless it was like, can I please stick this in your ass, Joey? I will most likely say it might never happen. You don't need makeup. And the woman's response, maybe women don't need makeup, but it is a woman's choice. As one reader put it, like, duh, sir, we know, but we like it. Let us live. Uh, No, I don't think you know, ladies. See, the only person who appreciates the makeup that you cake onto your fucking faces to disguise your natural beauty is you. And that's it. Other women are jealous of it, or they think you look trashy, and men really just don't fucking care. And I hate the fact that when I see a celebrity without makeup on, I don't know who the fuck they are. I love natural beauty, and all women have it. There's nothing wrong with putting a little foundation on, but when you put on so much fucking pancake, and you draw on your eyebrows, and you got ruby red lips, and you come to my house looking like Frankenhooker, and I don't even know if you're the girl I asked out or not, that's kind of probably where someone was going with the you don't need makeup thing. And you don't. Men don't need makeup. And don't say like, oh, well, men are blessed with good genes and this and that. We just don't. You don't see us in makeup. So you're not, you know, like we we don't know what you guys look like anymore. You've been putting on makeup since you were little girls. Now, granted, we don't want you to show up at our house with a fucking beard. You know, <laughs> it's okay to wax. I've taken it too far. I apologize to all women. I am trying to be funny. I hope I'm achieving that. Okay, and the last one is not all men. Something that men say to women that they don't like very much, they find it offensive, is not all men. It says, many women in the thread shared their frustration at this one. One commented, this phrase typically gets used under a deeply misguided impression of what a conversation is about. Another said, this almost invariably comes up in situations where nobody has claimed it's all men. So I, I, I guess it's like, um, oh, okay. So, 
<laughs> oh, you know I'm going for the butt stuff. So if I'm talking to a woman and I go, well, some men like to put it in the ass. Not all men. You know, not all men. <laughs> some men, I've heard, like to be peed on. Some men, I've heard some men. Not all men. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for giving me your time. I'm going to wrap it up. Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. Fat Guy Loves Cake, the YouTube channel. Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I'll see you on Friday.